Welcome to Married AF. We are your hosts, Brooke and Randall Fowler. On this show, we discuss the topics that really matter. Like big veiny cocks and our favorite TV shows. So pull up a chair at our kitchen table and hang out. While I bulldog my nuts. <laughs> oh, we're recording. Okay, now we're recording. Hello, people. Welcome back to another fine episode of Married AF. We are your host, in case you forgot us, Uncle Randy here, and uh, my lovely wife, Brooke. I'm going to go ahead and hand you this pen so I do not click it the entire episode. (laughs) That will happen. And first off, we're part of the Civilized Creatures Podcast Network, best podcast network in the fucking world. Feature, creature feature this week. The Untrained Eye. Oh, are we doing that again? Yes. And this week, it Untrained so Eye. So we can't say this week, just this episode. This episode, the creature feature is The Untrained Eye with the powerful Beth and DJ. Mm-hmm. I was listening to their episode today. It's always good. I mean, they, they bring it every week, but it's pretty funny. Beth's telling her story about losing her hairdresser, who she's been with for 15 years. And I could understand her pain. So, if you want to hear... Why? Because you don't, you don't have a hairdresser. But I understand her... Okay. Like, wanting to keep your business somewhere and staying with somebody yeah. and then losing that can be traumatizing to some people. No, that sucks. What happened to her hairdresser? I don't know. I think they said they just closed up in between last visit and oh, this one. And shit. she didn't have their her hairdresser's, like, personal information. You have to listen to it. But I love those guys. They're fantastic. Uh, the show's always good. They always release on Tuesdays without fail. It's going to happen. What are you trying to say? That they're consistent. Yes. And that's great. And we love them. And we urge you to check out their show. Of course, yes. They are like a machine. We are not. And we're going to do our shot to the Civilized Creatures Network. This shot is the Purple Dick Liquor. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Mmm, that is good. Daddy likey. Purple dick liquor, huh? The purple dick liquor. There's some kind of weird... It's the watermelon schnapps. It's strong. It's like a Jolly Ranch soaked in gasoline. Mm -hmm. But daddy likey. Mm. All right, so I want to start the show off. I think we're going to do this going forward. And a few things Uncle Randy learned since the last episode, just in life and in general. Okay. These are things that I learned. Okay. I've known of this one for a while, but it was only confirmed the last time I went to give blood and donate with the American Red Cross. I am a preferred donor, mm-hmm. like clockwork. But I'm waiting, and the lady calls me over so they can do your blood pressure and, you know, for your iron levels and you sit right beside them mm-hmm. they do your shit my phone is in my pocket so it's bunching up against all my so i pull it out and sit it on the, the desk mm-hmm. so she's here mm-hmm. desk here me here mm-hmm. phone here twitter is open oh, no. some chick getting railed by a big black cock why and she looked at it I looked at her looking at it, 
and you cannot trust Twitter to be open in any kind of an environment because it will get you every time. Yeah. Twitter, for God's sakes. And why does that one always pop up? It's always a big black dick. Because you're friends with all these porn star <laughs> girls now on Twitter and that's what you get is your don- blood donation lady now thinking that you're a sick fuck. <laughs> Yeah, she. There was nothing I could do either. I just was like, "Okay, sorry, you hate me now. This is starting off great." You should be ashamed. I was ashamed. It's happened to me at the gym. It's happened to in multiple places, but this was the first one. And we've talked about that before. I've I've been at work scrolling through Twitter, and then been like, "Jesus, close, close, close." But this is the first time that I saw them seeing it. And then we locked eyes after. <laughs> so mm-hmm. everyone knew. Yeah. It was a disaster. Oh. But I gave blood. It was fine. And uh, life goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I learned. Kobe Bryant's wife did an excellent job at his memorial service. She's We did talk about that. Impressive. I was very impressed with her. I've been... In no condition to do that for either my husband or my child, much less both. I, I mean, Absolutely. the composure she had and like, uh, yeah, I just, she's amazing. All the props to her. I would have been fucking highly medicated that I wouldn't have been able to form words, but she had a, uh, we were all watching it at work. They had it on in the kitchen area at my office and we were all in there bawling our eyes out watching it. Yeah, that's a perfect way to put it. I would have had to have been heavily medicated. I probably couldn't have went and done it, uh-uh. honestly. Especially I, in I the Staples imagine. Center full of, I don't know how many people were there, but it was, it was packed. 15,000. I mean, it was packed. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. And <clears throat> did she do a great job? And by far, she's the one with the most, uh, that clearly she could have got up there and been a rambling mess and i would have been like who cares right exactly michael jordan got up gave a great speech his was fantastic he was crying (laughs) another new meme he even talked about that but his speech was glorious yes and then Shaq got up there and he's dumb as a fucking rock it's Shaq. but come on man be better than that he was clearly like reading it there was he couldn't even I don't know. It was dog shit. That's I was disappointed his, with, that's, with Shaq's. That's not his strength, baby. He's and on TV, though. It like, never he's has not been. good at all. But he's not good on the TV that he's on. Michael Jordan isn't either. He's not known for his... He, nobody hears from Michael Jordan. Abbott's up there, gives a a goat-on-goat goat speech, just, and it's glorious. It, yes. It's just different... I mean, like, Shaq, his thing is kind of being like, this is Shaq. Shaq, I'm... I'm going to talk about how much I love Kobe and my name's Shaq. I love Kobe. Yeah, he was pretty terrible. And I mean, you know, God bless him. He was all kind of tore up too. And Well, no, and I understand his being tore up because they... They were on the team together but for they so were long. enemies for a long time. After they broke up, they had a lot of problems and it just kind of reconnected. Yeah. And so that's a weird place for him to get... So I get all the, like, the emotional part for him. Yeah. I just think he could uh, smarten up a little bit, sir. Just a scotch. Or Shaq. Just a tad. (laughs) Um, Other thing I learned, Deontay Wilder has officially used the worst excuse I've ever heard for losing a fight. I didn't hear this. What was it? 
he blamed his costume that he wore <laughs> out as his walkout. <laughs> it was too heavy. It was a. F- I mean, you probably didn't see it. It was his costume. You need to Google it. His entrance costume. It was forty-five pounds. Who cares? He didn't wear it while he was fighting. I know all this. I'm just saying. I've like I'm. I love the Bronze Bomber. I roll tide, but that sucks. You can't. Wild from he's the Bronze Bomber. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Fury is the white the guy. The Gypsy King. Yes. He's a big guy. Six nine. Yeah. He looks humongous. Like I. He's huge. Oh my and gosh. He, he murdered Deontay in this fight. Yes. It did not look, it wasn't close. It didn't look good. Uh, it was strange. It was, I mean, he just whooped Deontay's ass, just bullied him. But to use the excuse of. Deontay Wilder costume is the, when you type in Deontay. Does <laughs> it come up? It's like the second one. <laughs> yeah. I've heard a lot of excuses. Oh in my, my God. Life. This thing? Yeah. The fuck was he? T- I mean, first, first of off, all, it's ridiculous. Is this the yeah. WWE? No, it's ridiculous. So relax. Deontay Wilder blames too heavy ring walk costume for his loss. Okay, it, you couldn't have given that a dry run, sir. Like a, or I guess like a. You you tear right, it, exactly. sir. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you, that was your choice. Nobody forced <laughs> you to wear it. No, no sponsor may wear that horrendous. Maybe do like a costume rehearsal. I think is it Black Panther because I know it was Black History Month. Like there was something tied to that, that but is, is not, it that is not Black Panther? I don't know what the fuck it was. It looks like it's... a. I mean, it's got some kind of crown on it, and it looks like it looks almost like a samurai type outfit to me. I have fucking clue, but, but he mean, said it took his legs away, so he had no legs the whole fight. <laughs> I just love this YouTube video. It's like a split screen of Stephen A. Smith and him in the costume of Stephen A. Smith, like. <laughs> 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 yeah every uh all of the espn analysts yeah. <laughs> uh picked deontay by the way all of them i know which I, I did too i thought he would knock him out um he did not it went the total opposite way oh my god what a dumb dumb but that's a horrible excuse he's got the rematch clause he should have just took the loss like a champ and said we're gonna run it back yeah he said it was a tribute to three months but it doesn't say what specific it was i'm a it was some See, kind I'm of it was a Is warrior. It just because it's like so? It's Black History Month. He said, "As well, it says the American donned a forty-pound costume as a tribute to Black History Month as he made his way into. I don't know what. This, yeah, me either. Why does it being a forty-pound costume make it a tribute? To I don't Black know. There's History all kinds of decisions in that. My whole point is, show your fault, sir. It's your fault. Big, uh, like you oh picked God. it, or you just got beat. It's it it's not." the fault of wearing the full costume <laughs> that's like not that, the reason the reason is you got out boxed yeah you got out ass whooped yes <clears throat> all right the other the last thing i learned the last show was that people fucking in the woods during a zombie apocalypse looks gross and stinky okay not just fucking in the woods fucking in the woods while one of them has on a mask of dried up dead human skin. Yes, that makes it worse. But that adds to the stink. How all I, I saw all that I is how of, could they smell? That's all I could think about was it's how, atrocious. All I can think about, and this is The Walking Dead, by the way, yeah, the Negan, season banging whatever. The season is. ten mid season finale, which was I have feelings about it. One of my feelings about this episode is meh. I was underwhelmed, but I do think it's proof that Negan's going to kill her. I think weird things about the episode, and I haven't gotten even to Negan yet in the comics, much less the whispers. 
I don't know if that happens. I know they that him going it does happen. Him going to hers happens. And he fucks and her. And he fucks her. Okay. It doesn't surprise me. And then he cuts her head off. Okay, cool. Um, great. But the whole I mean, okay. Carol, what the fuck? She's losing her shit. What the and that's fuck? why I put the segue into our Walking Dead synopsis. See how I yeah, did that? You did. Right into there. Um uh, she's I don't I don't like what they're doing with her no, with she's this. Weird. I don't like them making her all like vulnerable and weak and mm. <laughs> like Yeah, it's not her. It's so weird. No. I mean, she was in the beginning and then she overcame so much and became one of the biggest badasses and now they have her just blindly chasing Alpha into this cave and falling into a putting all her other friends and multiple times multiple times just because she's just got this blind rage against alpha and then my other feelings about this episode were anxiety and like because i am claustrophobic Mm -hmm. and her i don't know her like all of a sudden daryl knows she's claustrophobic which i get that that whole part like it was I was kind of like, oh, Daryl, because he notices out her that she doesn't even know that he yeah. knows. However, it's like she would if she was so claustrophobic, she wouldn't have then when they got to the end of the cave where there was like light at the end of the tunnel, then gone back in to try and risk her life again to try and blow up this herd with that unstable dive was in there. Mm-hmm. But like, could they have more like we're in a cave scenarios? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we got to jump across this herd of zombies on these rocks, whatever. That was uh, the fact that nobody got hurt during that is it's ridiculous. Then it's like, now we're lost because it's all these weird caverns. We don't know where we're going. Then they had to crawl through like some oh, real yeah. small part oh, and, and Jerry didn't think to maybe he's the biggest motherfucker of all. He didn't think to take off the gear beforehand before crawling through this tiny little hole. I, that gave me a fucking panic attack. Cause I was like, if Jerry gets to this dumbass decision, by the way, real mad, Jerry uh-huh. reminds me of our neighbor across the street. That's exactly who he reminds me. Yes. Of. God damn it. Yes. It's if- him. That's all I see now with jerry jerry he's a lot bigger but his face yes total but his vibe everything yes is identical to our neighbor dude yes if he had swords and armor on yeah it's totally him because he's all like chill and just yes nice sweet nice yeah it's 100 percent. i realized that last night because i've wondered for a while who which we both love jerry i think he's probably one of the cooler characters in the show but definitely this episode was underwhelming to me. I was like, do better on the one I coming was, back. Like, yeah. Just... And Negan fucking her though was pretty cool, but nasty. It was kind of, yeah, it was, uh, I was like, Ugh. all I could think of was she has to smell so bad. All I can think of period when I look at alpha because of just like the dirt all over her mouth and which is by design. She does that so that when she puts that mask on, she looks 100%. like, fucking, so, but like, that's not going to smell good. I've never seen a whisperer with a toothbrush. No. Ever. They live in the woods for fuck's sake. World stinkiest sex. That's all I wrote. They're just low stinky. So stinky. And I know they were trying to make it look like, what's funny is they panned out, look like a, almost like a romantic shot. She has a fucking zombie mask on her face. All I could think about was the few people that find this romance, there's some that think that was hot. No. They are the best people on earth if that's what they saw in that hey 
but I was grossed out. Now, the iconic uh, comic cover for this, that's how I know it happens. I was looking it up. Was just like how the episode was shot. And that's why everybody thinks they're going to follow the comic rule. And we're getting all kind of spoiled. Negan cuts her head off. Like right after? Pretty, And then presents it to to Daryl to earn his trust to get back in the group. Well, it would be Rick in the comics because Rick is alive in the comics, Darryl, but in the show they'll Darryl do it with Daryl because Daryl's kind of the re- yeah. one that doesn't trust him the most. Well, and that would actually be pretty ironic based on the conversation he had with Alpha right before they fucked because mm-hmm. he said, is this going to be a praying man, a situation where you rip my head off herds? And then she never and answered. She didn't, like, you didn't answer me, but fuck it. I haven't done this in a long time, so let's get it on, basically. Um, yeah. And fucking Connie, the deaf girl, and Magna trapped in the cave afterwards. Okay, and another thing. One, last thing about the fucking cave. Just, just, I'm so annoyed with the whole cave situation. Alpha and Bolt were in and out of that motherfucker like it was nothing. Why? And they have an entire horde of zombies that they somehow got in there. They did not get a whole horde of zombies in there by crawling through a tunnel. Mm-hmm. So, like, what the fuck? I know it's not the normal storyline that you can make of it. No, like, this one was kind. Of, that's why it was kind of disappointing to me. It didn't have a real flow. I felt like it was thrown together. Like it wasn't thought out very well. No, like the other uh, kind of, yeah, we left them on a cliffhanger. They're in the cave. Yeah. Uh, we got to make some cave shit happen. It just ugh. they got to pick it up though. I mean, pick up the pace a little bit and let's. Uh, I, I need some deaths, like some big deaths again That's to why suck I, me back in. I thought they were going to kill Jerry. No, I would have hated that. But oh, so mad. I did too. Jerry was a goner. Oh, thank God he's not. But I mean, and they kind of, I mean, Connie and Magna probably aren't dead just by the way they ended it. I don't know. Because you don't see their, their bodies. You just see them kind of near where the cave collapses. Yeah, they did that shit with Glenn though, when Glenn was under the dumpster. Right. Yeah, That's what I'm just, saying. Yeah. You can't ever assume somebody's dead no. unless you see them dead. Um, but yeah, I was a little annoyed with it, but we'll see on Sunday if it's better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I want to give a tidbit out as well. This is pretty huge for the Civilized Creatures Podcast Network. Um, Eric Moore of Picks and Bones has landed the first and only full length feature interview with Uncle Randy. I don't know all the details, um, but it will be coming up, and we will be putting that out on the Civilized Creatures Presents feed with other shows like Throwing Smoke, which will be hit feed here in the two, and then Podcast of the Roundtable when Season 2 fires back up. Uh, so we're going to be putting out all kind of original content on the Civilized Creatures Presents feed. Suck me. Awesome. All right, got a few listener questions I wanted to get to before we go into murder tits to finish us off. A couple of these are funny. Not going to get to all of them. Too many for daddy. (laughs) All right. Hey, guys. Hope you would discuss my question on the next episode of Married AF. No longer physically attracted to my wife. She's let her so. And when I try to bring it up to her, she says I'm bullying her. Here's the kicker. She has a dead front tooth now. And she refuses to get it fixed. So when I look, I see is the black border at the top of that front tooth. Dead tooth look is a deal breaker. And we've discussed this long before she let her dang tooth die. 
What should I do here? Any advice would be great. I have a question. How do you let your tooth die? I don't know. That's where I was going to go. My first thing, I just you got to end it. Dead tooth is unacceptable. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dead tooth is unacceptable. I'd rather you have no tooth than the dead tooth. When you got that black, like I know why he's talking, like get the gums black and first. Then, and then the whole tooth turns gray and yeah, blue. But you know the big black. I know what a dead tooth is. I'm, I'm not saying, I'm describing to them. I know you know. How does it happen though? Like how do you. Well, usually what you do, you'd go to Denti and say, hey, tooth dying. They'd right. say, oh, I, pull that thing. We're going to put a new one in or I guess, something. I guess if you go to like your regular dental six month cleanings, that would have been caught before. Or the tooth turned colors. Yes. He would probably in pain when yeah. it started to die. Dentists would say, ooh, maybe we'd root canal, have to put a veneer on there, have to put a crown. No black tooth, though. But you choose the black tooth got to leave. I tell him to go. I feel you, brother. That's unacceptable. Anything else? I say work on it. She's letting teeth die. It's weird that she would dig in and be nope, I like it. Or, what? you know, like not doing anything about it. Why would she not want to fix that? Well, she's that? clearly got depression and all kind of shit, obviously. If you're letting your tooth die. Right. So. It's such a bad do. It is. So on a serious note, I think she probably needs maybe some support and someone to talk to and then maybe you can work on getting her tooth fixed if maybe if he would have been nicer leading up to this or it would have been available to talk to before that it wouldn't have gotten to that point i so, hate to sound like a mean guy here but and i'm all for all the other things babe <laughs> but start letting the tooth die we got to talk. About, I, go, I go to the dentist every six months. I know. But if you started to have a tooth die, I would be like, hey, honey, that tooth looking kind of weird. I would. You would go handle it. No, Even if you didn't catch it. If I said that, you would have it handled. And so would I. How would I not catch it? It's in my mouth. Just saying. If it were an issue, okay. you would fix it way before it became to that. Mm -hmm. And so would I. I would go in debt. I would reach the house to help you if you had a dead tooth. Okay. To avoid this issue. So, yes, he is partially to blame in that regard. Why hasn't he accompanied her to the dentist? Right. Said, sir, look at this tooth. Dying. Hate it. Causing the end of my marriage. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Let's fix this. Can we get some thing. kind of payment plan, maybe? <laughs> if, if you don't have good insurance. I don't know. Yeah, yeah but that the, sucks. The letting herself go thing. That's, I mean, you know, that other part. That's another part of that's it. That's a like, thing. That happens all the time. To, it's also part of your gig to, to try your best to stay attractive to your spouse, to do right. your best. That's Things are unavoidable. Don't know if they have kids. None of that, so we don't know if she's had. What I'm saying is that's a thing that happens when that you don't have the connection with your spouse and like depression sets in and certain things where like you're not trying anymore because it feels like your partner isn't trying. So yeah. it's like a vicious circle of just sadness. And so. No, you're absolutely right. That's unhealthy totally. choices. And then you get dead teeth and <sighs> the dead tooth. Uh, I want to hear whatever the people think. There's something about dead tooth and I've known people with it. No, it, where it, it, all you're going to do is look at that tooth. Mm -hmm. It's more 
it draws me in more than if you were missing your teeth. Because like the garbage man on American Idol, got some teeth issues. Love that guy. Hope he wins the show. Mm-hmm. If you haven't checked that out, check it out. Dude's awesome. Missing some teeth. Got a grill. Pretty messed mm-hmm. up. They'll probably fix it on American Idol's dime. But They don't fix people's teeth <sighs> before bet, the end of the show. I bet he'll have fixed teeth. Anyways. Either way. What was I saying? Oh, I'd rather you be missing the teeth. You, yeah. It's like in Austin Powers with these like molly, oh, molly, exactly. molly. His teeth and Austin Powers are dead. Like the. Well, but it's like how he fixates on that guy's mole on his face. Mm-hmm. And it's like you'd be talking to him and be like, dead tooth, dead tooth. Sorry. What's your no. name? Dead tooth, dead tooth. And why <laughs> is dead tooth not a Marvel villain? Yeah. Well, because. Dead tooth. Because Deadpool is already. Doesn't matter. Dead tooth is a <laughs> atrocious villain. Be in. One of the comic book series. There would be nothing worse than Dead Tooth. That sounds mean. <laughs> it sounds atrocious. Ooh, speaking of, what was the Jared Leto superhero one that we saw? I didn't pay enough attention. <sighs> kind of over Jared Leto. Leto, Leto. Whatever. I mean, I am. It's kind of... Uh, How are you over him? It's not like he's the rock and oversaturating things. Because he's not. He, no, because of his gripe about the Joker and his... I mean, I get. I Wait, guess I kind of. What did he gripe about the Joker? That they never released the full version, so his version doesn't get the love that he thinks it deserves because they cut it up, use much of it. And uh, what's that fucking movie? Is in where is Suicide it? Suicide. Suicide Squad. Yeah, I mean that Suicide Squad was not like a Oscar worthy movie, no. but there was a buzz around his Joker. And they built it up, and then he was barely in the motherfucker. So right. I kind of get what he's saying. So he has a point. But it doesn't look good when the new Joker's cleaning house with the awards. Yeah. Like He's got an Oscar. Shh, Jared Leto, just be pretty. Just be pretty. He's an, an actor. Yeah. I don't like the look they went with with his Joker. I don't either. I like the new one. Well, because it's a human. Clown. He's yes. a normal human. He's yes. not comic book character mm-hmm. like... With the grill and shit. Like, no, was I didn't. Much. It was the grill, too. It was I the grill that did me over. Yeah, I didn't like the grill, the tattoos, all the race and stuff. Like, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It just seemed, I don't know, just a little cheesy. And, and I think I'm over him because can you age a little? No. Just a little. You, no one else gets to be that old <laughs> and not age a bit unless you're like Denzel. Baby, we've covered this. He's a beautiful, Vampire. beautiful human. And I think he, he's a vampire. He very well could be, which makes him even I know, sexier. it does. I think he's a vampire. Over that. However, his new movie, that's he's some type of, um, like, it's a super, what did I tell you? Did I tell Marvel? I don't know. I think it was Marvel, but it's like he's a guy that uh, it has some kind of disease where he has to walk with crutches and all this stuff, and then he goes to some crazy island and finds... Like some type of cure. This is a real comic? It's, I've never heard of the character, but, oh, please tell me. it's a, Anyways, it looks like, oh, Morbius. Okay. I saw a trailer for it. It's called Morbius. Is it Marvel or DC? Does it say? Let me see. Um, doesn't, oh. Of course not. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure it'll be Michael's good. Michael's in it. I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, but it it's a blood disorder that he has, but he ends up fine. And then, but it turns him into like a werewolf vampire type creature mm. 
that has to drink blood and stuff. It, the trailer looks pretty rad, I think. But yeah, Just I mean, supports I, my vampire. I know, right? Like, I do. He's aged like a vampire. He there's you he would not. Age. He doesn't look any different no. than when he was on that fucking TV show. My so-called life, yeah, sir. He looks no different. Marvel. Longer hair. It's Marvel in association okay. with Marvel. Sorry. Um, no, he's a beautiful human. No, he and he doesn't look really any different except for he has facial hair. <laughs> That's all. He had baby face when he was on My So-Called Life and now he has facial hair and still gorgeous. So, yeah, but don't be upset about the Joker thing, dude. You got other things going on. All right, what else you got, baby? I'm sorry. This one is uh, Hesho. I hate to admit I struggle with contentment. My husband is wonderful. He stays home with our new daughter and does a great job. I go on and on about his strength, but our main challenge right now is that I get to feeling resentful that he is disabled. He is on disability for a good reason, and I support that 100%. However, I get to feel it for myself when I don't like our financial situation because of his disability. This makes him feel bad. We both say things and threaten to break up. I know I need to work on contentment. Could you offer me any advice? Yikes, that's deep. Um, yeah, I'd be like, uh, you just can't say that shit. No, I you just can't say anything about somebody that's disabled. You just got to shut your pie like hole. How? If you're not disabled and he is, you just got to I, shut up. I know, but I want to be like, how disabled? Is it like? I do too. I would like to know. It's but. To go on disability, the way I'm looking at it, he hurt his back or something. Not like he's a disabled. But it's not like he's laying on the couch eating Cheetos all day. It sounds like he's contributing to the family. He's a stay-at-home dad. Now he's stay-at-home dad, which is a huge... That's harder. I mean, we've, harder. Ta- we've talked about this before. Way Staying harder. home with a toddler all day? No, sure. Kill me. All day, <laughs> yeah, every day? No Kill way. me. Tough I love, job. I love my son more than anything in this world. There's no way I could be at home with him every day. Toughest job on earth. No, it's ridiculous. So you got to fuck us. Never bring it up again. Just push that shit deep down. Yeah, you kind of got to get over yourself too. You know, if he's, if he's to say legit and you say it's, he's for a good reason. So that means it's legit. And he's staying at home with your daughter. He's doing all that he can. Then you got to find something like just get, try to move past that. (laughs) Yeah, you what? might need to get a job pays more money because he's capped. If he's disabled legitimately, then his income is capped. He can only make what disability gives him. You, however, as the healthy member of the team, make some more money then, bitch. I said it. Uh-huh. Wow. Subscribe and like. Um, Tell a friend. Uncle Randy's <laughs> aggressive tonight. Tell a friend. Tell all your friends. Do you have disabled friends that want to listen to this? <laughs> yeah, I just think that's shitty. I mean... What? It I is. know you're admitting that with your, you know, that's all resist, but yeah, I think it's, it's shitty. You should feel a little bad. I feel like the fact that they asked the question is that they do feel bad and they do. they're trying to make us, or they're not trying to make us, they're trying to get some kind of reassurance that they shouldn't feel bad, but no, you should. And you just, it's okay to like vent about certain things, but if more money is needed, like then you know, maybe there's things, can, is there not things that like he could work from home things or no? Well, no, that could lose your disability. You like, don't get disability the, if like, you get a job. If you're legitimately disabled, mm-hmm. they will, which is the government, they will make sure you stay in that criteria. Like remember Greg, 
he was disabled until they realized he's healed enough. And they were like, bitch, you got to go back to work. Mm-hmm. So go back to work. No longer get the disability. Gotcha. So if he started producing an in, they'd be like, oh, so you're not disabled no more. So right. you don't have him at risk. If this is all on the up. If disability isn't paying the bills and what in a job would pay more bills. Then he could get a job and bear through the pain. I mean, I don't know what it is. I'm so just saying like know. if there was a job you could do from home or something. Uh, is uh, Just a thought. <clears throat> but my job is, hey, the healthy one, do more yeah. if you got to. Or just learn to be accustomed in the law of what money you have. And be happy you got a good husband that takes right. care of your kid and shit. And, and if, there's, you. if there's, if you have to like downsize your house or something. Do that. Or, you know, have one car or something. Yeah. Sounds like don't need two cars. Well, if he's at home with the kid, you kind of, well, I don't know. Anyways. He's probably got a rascal motorized <laughs> scooter to get around. So We have no idea what this guy's just saying. I don't either. I have no idea. I'm picturing back injury, but it could be, be totally like wrong. PTSD or something. Absolutely could be. Could be have, you know, an arm and leg that were amputated for diabetes. Something. Yeah. We have no idea, but. Still, you should feel a little bad. Uh, we don't hate you or anything, but yeah, you should feel bad for that. And just try to see the good in the fact that he's still trying to contribute. And you got to understand if he is contributing, that's the best he can do. If he's truly disabled, you know, fuck. You got to change your expectations to what he did before disability and after. Cuts the slack. Sickness and in health. Are they married? Yeah. Yeah, said husband. Yeah, okay. So... All right, where are we at time-wise? Because I got one more. 33 minutes. One more, and then we'll go into the... Do you have a murder tit? Somebody available? All right. Hey, guys, my husband doesn't stick up for me. Ooh. What can I do to get him to stand up for me to his family? Pretty vague. I mean, this is an old question. I just finally am answering it, so they're probably not even listening anymore. <sighs> but... That's terrible. Need more info, but he should stand up for you to his family. No matter what, you should stick up for your spouse. In my opinion, always. Yeah, get that hu- husband. If you're listening, get a backbone. Your family will respect you in the end for it if you stand up for your wife. And if they don't, and if they don't, who fuck? do you get to fuck though? Right. So you're gonna fuck your family. Doubt it. Right. Is your family gonna be there <laughs> as your life partner for the rest of your life? No. Your parents are older than you, and they're gonna die. Yeah. And I don't know what your sibling situation is, but fuck that. Stand up to your family for your spouse or don't be married to that person if you don't want to stand. You know, I mean. No, there's 100 percent. Even if they're somewhat in the wrong, you still stand up for them and then deal with that later amongst each other. With each other. But you don't throw them under the bus. Never. In my opinion, ever. It's a terrible mistake. You stand up for them. Can't fuck your family. That's as bad as people throwing their spouse under the bus on Facebook or something. It's just it's the same thing. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Just more public. But yeah, it's terrible. I think it's worse, though, because your spouse is getting thrown us to people that they have to see face intertwined face with yeah. for the rest of their life. Because no matter what you think, when you throw somebody under the bus, people don't ever forget that. I hate that people do it so much. That shit sticks around forever, like herpes. No one's ever going to forget that. <laughs> They're going to remember when you shit all over them. You can mm-hmm. pretend you love them again and all this shit. People always go, or at least I do. And I have friends that are in a whole marriage and I know it. 
but then they try to pretend like they're all happy. I'm like, oh, but last week you said he sucked big dicks and you hated him because he pushed you against the wall. So pop quiz, though, how many times do you see those marriages eventually fail? They always do. Right. Always. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a lesson for you. If your husband doesn't start standing up for you, if it hasn't already, that marriage is dude. Yeah, but you know that already. Already. When you ask this question, you know that. So. If there's even one ounce of possible mint that could possibly result from a situation, you've got to shut that shit down immediately. Yeah. You can't, uh, you can't let that become a trend at all. If it happened one time and you didn't uh, let him know, hey, mm-hmm. if you do that to me again, I'm, if you ever agree with your mother when she says I'm a trash whore... <laughs> I'm oh my out. god, that would be terrible. I hope that's not. It. I know, but I'm just saying, if that's what ha- you know, his Whoa. mother called her a trash whore, and he was like, "Mother, shh," and that's I, it. Or if then, he was like, "I know," <laughs> yeah, then you're gone. You know, do it again. I'm gone. Right. I'll never come over here again. Yeah, and you should leave him. Take half of his shit. Same goes for chicks, though. They do the same thing. That they're, they're fired. All right, so uh, chits, uh, let's jump into that. All right, are you ready for this one? This murder one, tits. Murder tits. Um, <laughs> so this one is not old-timey. Finally. <laughs> I was easing you in to the horror of... This has gotten me more in... I've watched more horror since you started doing more <laughs> serial killer shit, and uh-huh. you know it. I know. You better tell them. Stand up for me, or I, I'm gone. I do. I never said you didn't. I've been very uh, pleased with your response to that. It hasn't made you shy away from it. Even no. You're exposed to a lot of it anyways just because of me. But I'm actually watching it. And But you're interested. more engaged and interested in it. So this one, we've talked about the fact that I would probably want to dig into this guy a little bit more. Because remember um, when I was on the episode of What's in Your Hometown... And I talked to them about Derek Todd Lee, the Baton Rouge serial killer. Oh, yes, I do. So I found out during researching him that there was also another serial killer active at the same time. um, And I'd never heard of him. Never heard of him. Um, And so I went and dug around on Sean Vincent Gillis. He is known as... The other Baton Rouge serial killer. What a shitty <laughs> moniker. When you're the other, especially in serial, because you know they do he was look not- at their ranking and shit. Like once they're in prison, like a big thing is, where am I at on the total? That guy sucks. So I got to show you a picture. I mean, the like. Other. It- what? He's so pissed at the media for oh. giving him that name. And I'll get, he was. He was like following along with Derek Toddley and probably comparing himself. So was he a, like a supporter of Derek Toddley? Oh, yeah. Wow. He looks like every guy that shouldn't be allowed near a school. Correct. He looks Powerful like... Powerful stash game. I mean, immediately see somebody that looks like He's this creepy. in public, I'm like, oh, that guy's a serial Looks killer. a lot like he wanted to be, look a little bit like Dahmer. A little, except like for way the, dweebier. Well, Dahmer's pretty dweeby with his glasses on. But he was like a big strapping, like kind of, yeah. he had kind of something about him that you were like, hmm. Like, looked like two different guys, with his glasses and without. Yeah. He was He was not bad looking. Borderline decent looking yeah. without his glasses. And then when he put them on, it was yeah. strange. So this guy, Sean Vincent Gillis, he uh, was 
like he was born in like 1963. So um, he's 15 years older than us. Yes, correct. He uh, has we uh, what we know of as eight murder victims and all those ranged from 94 to 2004. And he well, that was right during our prime and right during high school and college and right during when I lived there. That's what I'm saying. But that's yeah. right during our whole high school college years. So a little bit of context because I looked into this specific part uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in a little bit. But so I lived in Baton Rouge from 97 to 2000 and then from 2003 to 2005. Um, so I lived here right during, during all thick of his shit and Derek Toddley. Mm-hmm. Um, so Who was getting the headlines, right? At the time. He was the one getting the headlines. Literally never heard of this guy. Um, so I've like, I Wikipedia and all that's interesting um, to get on him. So this guy, like, I mean, he had, no thanks. He had a lot of the like serial killer shit when he was little, like, he was an angry child. Um, he didn't have a good childhood. He had uh, uh, a dad who was mentally ill and alcoholic, abandoned their family right after he was born. Um, and mom raised him with like his grandparents and all this. She claims he was just like a good little boy, all this. Everybody else is, says like, nah, man, he was like had this real violent streak, like even in grade school um, to like, there was a neighbor one time that said like at 3am, she heard this banging outside and saw him out there just pounding on their garbage cans. Oh, you're going to say pounding his dick. Pounding no. his own dick. I don't know why that would make a loud banging sound. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say banging on his dick. Like I could just no. picture banging on their tr- That's there was weird. Sound. Right. He just, he, just was super angry. He just had like a temper that would just get out of control. And um, so he was like obsessed with porn, blah, blah, blah. He lived with his mom most of his life. Of course he did. Yes. But when he was 30, his mom moved away to Atlanta. Damn, he's following you. I know. He went to Atlanta though. I know, but his whole roots are basically yeah. where you well, live. Derek Todd Lee was arrested in Atlanta. I know. I remember it's all very weird um and so then he he you know he was caught peeping into neighbors windows blah 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 uh in 92 he was caught peeping into people's windows so 94 is when he uh started murdering people it's also around the same time he got a serious girlfriend um and oh god who was his first person Where'd I go? So up until now, he hasn't killed anyone. No, he's like in he's his, just been banging on their trash cans. He's and just been an asshole. He's just been having these weird like temper, temper tantrums. tantrums. Yes. Um. And so ninety four, he starts killing people. He mainly like he would mainly stab. Uh, he the, the reason it was kind of hard to to end up finding him and a lot of murders is because he would change his mo a little bit like he would strangle some victims stab some he almost always mutilated them after they were dead and like took trophies like body parts with him gross sounds like he was definitely trying to emulate all the serial killers he'd heard of he kind of wanted he was and he was real like he was obsessed with um 
stories about all, like victims being found and he would just scour the news all the time like they found all these files on his computer where he clearly had been tracking like whether they found his victims all this stuff he had a whole folder on his computer that was dtl for Derek todd lee and it had all Derek todd lee's news coverage so in he there wanted to bang Derek todd lee Derek todd lee was a good looking black dude right no he wasn't was he? he was a black dude but he was I don't know why I thought he was a good looking no, black dude. I thought I remembered him being one of the better looking serial killers. Not at all. He had kind of a stupid face. Like it was, he had like a fat face that was like, all his features were kind of real close together. Like his eyes be. and his nose and his mouth were all kind of like, I don't know. Uh, um, and then he died of a heart attack in jail, which is so anticlimactic. This guy did? No, Derek Toddley. Uh, um, all right, so... One of his victims, like, he d- he did all kind of different shit, too. Like, he killed some, like, sex workers. He killed a friend one time. He killed did he just- rape him? Yes. Um, and he killed... Well, good. At least he's doing that. <laughs> it was- he, d- he did all terrible shit. He killed some woman randomly, like, while jogging down the road. Like, he... So, the- this one lady, um, what was her name? So, did he stay near Louisiana for all of his killings, or did he travel? No, he's in Louisiana. In Baton the whole Rouge, time. Baton Rouge, Lafayette, yeah. You can kill people so easy there. Well, they dump them in the and swamp. I know. I'm just telling the listeners. Like, when we go down to Homa for Griffin's football camp before we go to the beach, it's Homa, right? Mm-hmm. That's where we stay, and, yeah. and his camp is in Thibodeau at Nickel State, so we drive from Homa to Thibodeau every day. Between that drive, the bayou. we find 50,000 places to dump a body yeah makes total sense that people die in louisiana mysteriously left and right his bodies he dumped it mostly most of his bodies like in the mississippi like right there by like campus uh, in baton rouge is the mississippi river by downtown baton rouge they dumped several bodies just off the levee in the river um didn't even really try to take them to like the bayou or the swamp or anything just like um, it really matters. It's so marshy and murky and <laughs> damp and hot yeah. and humid. Like, it's the perfect recipe to decompose. Plus, you got the alligators and shit. Like, the chances are better that that body's going to go away than that it's going to float up to somebody's yes. house. So, since you said that, there was some. He did think about that. Um, Oh God! There was what like he. There's a YouTube video actually of his interrogation with the FBI, and I didn't watch it yet because I was at work, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't want to be like. Yeah, you could look a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it already looks creepy, like when I'm sometimes have murder PDF mm-hmm. on my computer, and I'm like, yep. mm, we have like this yeah, open workspace. Um, so he. Oh, there was one body that he dumped. Like he he would think about that. Like I ended up catching him actually linking his tire tracks like he had some unique tire tracks on his like chevy cavalier somehow um but it was like his tire tracks and then dna but he actually would think about times like when he was dumping his victims like you gotta drive your car out to this place before it rains so you don't leave tire tracks Mm -hmm. like but he obviously wasn't thinking it through when he dumped whatever body that they found his tire tracks and he was like you but you want to kind of time it before it rains because the rain will wash away a lot of the evidence like he says all this in his uh, video with interview with the FBI. So he was conscious of covering leaving, yeah, leaving evidence behind and trying to cover it up. Um, one thing that kind of made him like 
off their radar too and not fit the perfect mold of serial killer was he took this big long break like there was like um after he killed somebody oh god in in 94 um which was an 82 year old woman Mm. This rand, this woman named Anne so Bryant. That makes no damn sense. Like I lose, I lose all respect for you as a serial killer, right there. Yeah, he. Uh, you stick to your mo. <laughs> he really didn't have like a, a clear mo with like victim, like the victims. None of them had anything in common, really. But um, it was a retirement home apartment of this 82 year old woman named Ann Bryan. And he said like he was just going to rape her at first, but then she started screaming and wouldn't stop. So he cut her throat Mm. with a hunting knife and then ended up stabbing her like 50 times. Some crazy shit right there. Yeah. There's all kinds of things wrong with that. So many things. And then the murder went unsolved for 10 years because 10 years is when he got arrested. Um, And it was five years before he killed somebody again. And that's really rare. Like usually like, once they do something, especially super violent like that, escalates and they they start getting closer and closer together. But he like took a big long break and then started killing again. Um, and he went, there was one lady that he was just driving around. He's in, ni- in 1999. He was trolling for a new victim. And he saw this woman who was, uh, her name was Hardy Schmidt. And she was 52 years old. And mother of three and she was jogging in the morning and it was like a nice neighborhood in baton rouge Mm -hmm. and she was like a you know she went running every morning and he oh she was actually oh she'd already taken part in the boston marathon before so she was just an avid runner um he drove by and hit her with his car to knock her into a ditch and then while she was kind of like out of it he put a cable around her neck and strangled her to death or no he didn't strangle her to death right then he strangled her till she passed out put her in his car and then raped and murdered her and mutilated her body put her put it in the trunk of his car and left it there overnight went home then he took her out to saint james parish um which is in between baton rouge and new orleans Mm -hmm. and uh dumped her into the bayou you know that yeah, that rat that where there's it's just a lot of bridges yes. on I ten in between batteries exactly and Orleans. Yeah. yeah, I've gotten speeding St. James Parish. They do not fucking play. Um, there's not much uh, dry land. No, like, it is a, like the way I'm it's in real a lot of bridges. Swampy. Yeah, it's like there's a huge St. James Parish, Parish specifically. That's like Laplace, Louisiana. Like it's all swamp. Um, so he. I won't go through all his victims. He was disgusting though. Like he would just get super violent and mutilate the shit out of him. Well, so how um, did he get caught? So he got caught with DNA on somebody's trash can. <laughs> no, on one of the victims there was DNA left behind that that and then they also tracked him back to his somehow his Chevy Cavalier had unique tire tracks. I don't, they didn't specify that, um, like how, why or how they were so unique. Um, it could have just been the tires he picked that not a whole lot of people buy that certain tire. And, and it probably was like, and it left a certain pattern that was unique. Right. Was well, they could be like, this tire was bought at this store, maybe mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah. He was linked by DNA evidence for two, no, three different victims. He was linked by DNA evidence. And then he was arrested um, in April of 2004. 
Um, so he started in 94. Yeah, 94 to 2004. Um, I know. So he, uh, he confessed to then killing that 82-year-old woman. Um, and then there was four more that they ended up linking him to with different evidence. But so they were able to track him down. With the tire tracks, blah, blah, blah. SWAT team went into his house at like 1.30 in the morning to arrest him. They have his address listed here. So what I did was I was like, mm. um, let me just check, check it out. see how close it was to where you live? 2.3 miles. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> you probably <laughs> saw him <laughs> at one of the many liquor stores that, that you <laughs> went into a hundred times. With that close of a rate, there's no way you didn't. I know. I, so I, I looked at there's it and no I was way like, you didn't. holy at a grocery store Shit. or something, you had to have and ben, come a bunch of times. It's not a large city, but it's not a small Two city. Miles. Two miles. Two miles, you're going to frequent the same local gas station. Same grocery That's stores. all I talk about. Local gas, yeah. a local gas station and a local grocery store. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. 2.3 miles, going to be same one. So I, 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 that's what I said to, to Colleen. I was sitting next to her. Lucky work. didn't get killed. Lucky not murdered. I, there's so many... Times I could have been murdered when I lived in Louisiana. Yeah, and, it was a hotbed at that time, um, clearly. Yeah, so it was like we, we lived right off the same main, basically. Like, um, that's how close. So you see oh, where? Oh, yeah, yes. Those two points on that map. Like, we lived, we both lived off, like, I live in and you live off Highland, which like main roads in Louisiana, like, right by campus. How close is that to Blunt Mommy, where she lives? Well, she wouldn't have lived there then. She was in Pineville then. She was in Pineville then, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's definitely closer to me than where she lives in the city. Yeah, but, but just saying, 2.3 miles in Louisiana is not, that's like being neighbors. You might as well be. No, for sure. Like, he probably, like, came into the pet store I worked at. You know, like, because he probably had cats with his mom. Um, Definitely had cats at his mom's. His mom <laughs> bet every penny I've ever made. Mom had more than one cat. And was like, Sean, get to the damn pet store and Go get buy me cigarettes. Litter. Give me cat litter. And, and you know that station that was like right across from my house that yeah. I lived in there where I was like, there was always some shit going down. I guarantee you, I, I saw him there. Pro- I mean, guaranteed. I and that, know for a, I would bet everything I have. There's just no way. I've I learned know. as an adult. When people are loyal to a gas station and loyal mm-hmm. to a grocery store, shit doesn't change. It's convenience, closeness, murder, lucky alive. Uh, so much. And there was one thing in here that I saw that gave me the chills because it was. Yeah, that's too creepy almost. Like that free, like this weird that not just you, but someone you know, not. I know. Murdered by Well, this and guy. one of these people. Is they said- didn't pop and rave that you. Right. People, rascals were and he didn't smoking really have, boobies like, at. Most of the people he killed were over 30, but... That's probably what saved you then. Uh, maybe. Um, I was Too def- young. I was definitely out at all the odd times to be captured by a serial killer. Um, but there was one lady that he killed. She was 38, Marilyn Nevels. He dumped her body three miles from his house next to the Mississippi River in Baton Rouge. So that could have been literally a block from my house because like, remember I told you that that's the house I was living in when I went running on the levee and I thought yeah. Eric Todd Lee was, ta- was mm-hmm. stalking me. So the, on the Mississippi river, yes, he probably dumped that lady's body. Yeah. That's rule number 10 though, for people <laughs> that ever go to Louisiana. If you swim in the water there, no, 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 it's you your own fault. You don't swim in the water. You're going to touch dead bodies and alligators. For Gross. Sure. 
Dude. I discuss. It's beautiful to get the soil. I've actually grown quite fond of the look of it and the those creepy trees I used to hate. I've kind of grown to love a bunch and stuff. Yeah, like the oak but trees with the Spanish moss. Don't be fooled. Lots of death going on. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's lots of death lurking in those. Um, but it, that all just freaked the fuck out of me. Yeah, that's and, very strange. It's yeah. quite a. Uh, it's quite a story. Um, so and it all matches up. This isn't it. Those years are. Yes. The peers that you were there. That's fucked up. I mean, yeah, he got arrested in 2004. The house that I was showing you that was 2.3 miles from his, I lived in that house from 2003 to, to, to the beginning of 2005. So I was there, like, all right there. Um, when he So was, you lived close to his mom and him. Yep. So there was two quotes that I had from him during his interview, and then we can go. Um, one was pretty creepy says i'm sorry i hurt people but i would do it again you let me out on the street i'll find somebody before sundown see i I think he's fronting there he wanted he i think he was a poser serial killer like you said maybe had a crush on Derek todd lee or something or or he would be notarized and he's and he's not and it never happened no he got worse probably the most notoriety on our podcast is he still alive (laughs) um they executed us he got life in prison, but I don't, I don't Surprising know. Surprisingly, they didn't kill him in Louisiana. Do they not kill there? Yeah, they Is there do. Death penalty? Yeah, they do. You fuck an eighty-two-year-old and kill her, you're dead. In my opinion, oh, and stabbed you should her, be killed. Stabbed her fifty times, almost decapitated her with as much as he stabbed her in the head. And then, uh, like, oh, he said, if anything in my useless life comes out, help the little girls today not to be the premature corpses of tomorrow. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah, in a lot of ways. That's he's not wrong, but it's, it, not, it's creepy and it's. And when you think about his creepy face saying that, like, yeah, it's, he's, he's just got that dweeby, creepy, child molester looking face. Yeah. Those guys, man, sucks. They're scary. You know, guys that, you know, look like that, never get the pussy and they just get crazy. There's no way he ever. No. Yeah. So they start taking the pussy. And then they cut their heads off. Yeah. And so he sweats. got life in prison. He's 57 years old. He's still, yeah, it doesn't say anything about death penalty, but. That surprises me he's not executed by now in Louisiana. Kind of disappointed in Louisiana. If he's linked to that many murders and he must have taken some sort of a plea, which got, also tells me he's a bitch. He's if you're a real serial killer, take the death penalty, goddamn, and tell him you want it. And he's the other Batners. That's the him his own penalty there. He hates him. So when he Shame. walks around. Well, what's your serial killer name? Shame. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> the, it's bull. He probably makes something up uh, every time. Oh, and yeah. They're like, oh, no, you're the other serial killer. Yeah. He does possibility of parole. So of that's course. good. But yeah, he's a fucking dweeb. That's an, that to me is the most interesting one you've done so far. I like that one the best. Really, and that was uh, it was a mess because I didn't have it like or like written out. As, see, there's Derek Todd Lee. He's not good looking. He's, he's not terrible looking though. He's got a stupid face. Of course, but well, kill people. So of course he's a stupid <laughs> ass and he's a piece of shit. But he's not terrible. Like he doesn't look like Son of Sam. No, that dude was an ugly motherfucker. Or or the insane clown dude, Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary, Busey. what's the clown name? John Gacy. John Gary Busey or John Gacy. <laughs> Either too. one of those. Both a couple of ugly motherfuckers. He looks like a black John Gacy to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean he I mean he was right in your wheelhouse of time, so I'm sure he looks uglier to you than yeah. me. But he, he's not good look but he's not terrible. 
Yeah, but I wouldn't say Pull up Son of Sam and Berkowitz. Gary Busey. <laughs> or John Gessler. Uh, they were terrible. Berkowitz looked like he had some kind of Halloween makeup on. To me. It's like, it looked like he had almost like a... Yeah, but he, that's Berkowitz. Atrocious. He's got the weird thing, like I was saying, like the, his features are all too close together. Like his mouth, no eyes are a little too like all in this face. Everything about his face was unfortunate. And it looks like he's got kind of like prosthetic face stuff on to me. Like only thing he had good, he, and I always noticed in his thing, he had a good mouth, like very good lips, like very defined. He like had like the the, the little indention on the top. Yeah. yeah, it's like when you draw these kissy face lips. Not trying um, to be weird. Though. No, he had a good set of mouth <laughs> on him. All right, and John Wayne Gacy's just a fat slob piece of shit. Of course, yes, with no chin, just had to dissolved. He's just gross. And Miley in that one. What a fucking douche. Yeah, he's pretty crazy. <clears throat> Nasty. But yeah, Derek Tully's nowhere near as ugly as those guys. That's what I was, that was my whole point. Yeah, I just, his face just, ugh, it angers me. And I don't see the Bundy, like, I know girls think he's the hot, so he's, I think they've romanticized, he wasn't the, as good a looking as everybody says. No. I think it was just the fact yeah. that he wasn't so ugly. And didn't look like a monster that they saw him as good looking because well, he had a personality. No, and it, that's the thing is that like when you just look at a picture of him, okay, well, he's whatever. He's too puny for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zac Efron did him all kind of favors oh, of playing him. And I mean, like, yeah, not even close. If I mean, he looked like Efron, then Jesus sure. Christ, everybody's dead. But it, it was <laughs> it was more his charm because it's and it you can't understand it unless you, I mean I don't even know what. No, it was I like. mean it's also the suspension of. Maybe he's innocent. Like once we watched that stuff, like he was, I think most of his supporters really believed he was innocent. Yeah, like, they were really like, "There's no way this guy yeah. did this." He was. You're framing him. He was really conveying to the people those two, and he was. Oh, for sure. You know people like that that are not necessarily the best looking people in the world, but they just have something about them that are, they're so compelling and so charming. Sure, charm and, is huge. They just can win you over in any situation, Absolutely. and that's that's what he had. That, but then the joie de vie, something is that real? Is that the? But way then he it? had he had that very real thing of he had that like a switch would turn, and he did. Everybody said like his eyes would change color. Even mm, I could see that in him. Yeah, and even like he had that, to to be that charming. There's no way he couldn't be that all the time. Where he obviously clearly. like. Yeah, he compartmentalized this yeah. evil side, and this is my like. Well, you can see that with his, with his unfortunate little brother. When his little brother was telling <sighs> the stories, and you see how bad his little brother tore up. His life is fucked because of. T- I know, poor. And guy. he talked about the brother he was, and like Ted even was getting the earl again, so he sent his little brother away from him when they were having like a together trip. They were camping, yeah, and, and he was then- like, "You got to go home." Because he, he needed to kill and involve him in the shit, and he which didn't, is crazy. And his poor brothers at the time, like, I wonder why, like, he's been... And then he said, like, even on the trip back or whatever, he would look at him, and he saw this, like, weird look in his eye. I was like, mm. I've never seen Ted look like that. Yeah, huh. Oh, well, I guess I'm going to go home. And then, like, after finding everything out, poor guy did all the drugs and drank all the alcohol and lives in an RV with his cat now because... <sighs> Small his, RV. You're doing him a favor. It's a... Uh, <sighs> third wheel or a feel pop so up bad for him. <laughs> yeah first off capitalize better on the name like use him for all he's worth exactly. at this point merch <laughs> everything just get rich off of his shitty ass yeah. don't this poor kid has got the ass end of the deal he's so, in life i would have the 
craziest merch of Ted that Bundy and it would sell like crazy. Oh. It ruined him. It ruined him and he went off the fucking grid and off his rocker and now he just wants to live in peace with his cat and it's just... I feel like him and Liz, his Ted Bundy's ex-girlfriend, could like help each other. Like be friends or something and like... They could maybe get some healing from each right. other. Right. Yeah. Like, because they are both clearly damaged. not bad people. And both damaged. And both so damaged from it. But I mean, and again, I don't know if we talked about this in the last episode, but for fuck's sake, if you have not watched the, uh, was it called Ted Bundy? Did it have Ted? It was just called Falling for a Killer. Yeah. But it was all from the perspective of his real longtime girlfriend. Yeah. And from a lot of women and, and her daughter. Um, and it's fantastic. It's on Prime, Falling for a Killer. It's like four or five episodes. Yeah, it it's was the best uh, multi-part series I've ever watched. Fantastic. So watch it. it. Yes, yeah, so check that out. I don't want to do too much on him, though, because we may someday circle back to him for Murder Tits. Because I, I do don't know like if some I Ted can. Bundy. I, know. I feel like we. I think you could dig up enough. If we get to that point, we need somebody, because I enjoy doing these. Maybe. Yeah. One day get to him and the, the Dahmer. We're going to have to eventually hit the, the MVPs, but. Yeah. We're yeah. going to roll out of here. Anything we need to add? Did we miss anything? No. Sponsors, don't worry about. Uh, <laughs> They're in the we're show. We're not going to do anything anyway. And uh, Uncle Randy's got new uh, T-shirt available. But hey, don't buy those. Just reach out to him. I need He'll the... give them away. Free. No. I know. No. No, no more. We are in. We are Rand- ass backwards in this game. We are losing money. Randall's in trouble. <laughs> we are losing money. I had to scold him for fucking giving away more t-shirts, which giving away t-shirts means we buy them. Yeah. And there a lot of these aren't cheap, so No. Um, these new ones are legit though. However, Check them out at least. I need the I need to put the link notes for the ones that have a link. Yeah. Not the, on the one store not frontier. the cr- yeah, on the store frontier ones. Um I'll put the link in the show notes with answers that none of y'all fucking you're not going to look buy, at them, but, but uh, if you do want to buy a bidet, hey, go ahead. They're in there. If you want to check out our sponsors and, and support us in I'm any I'm not going to waste my time, though, because I know you're not. I know. I mean, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. But we support our civilized subscribe creatures, and fam, and subscribe and like. And um, I feel like Gunner at the end of his YouTube videos, where he's like, subscribe and like, subscribe. <laughs> to our channel (laughs) and uh we will be back to you guys at some point on another day don't not gonna promise what day but another day you never know you never know we'll just surprise you and pop up in your feed when you least expect it yep well you guys uh jerk each other off and yourselves Mm -hmm. i'm going to be left Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) suck your dick (laughs)